0: Hey guys, welcome to our episode of Wine Down Wednesday. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm joined today on the couch by one of our wonderful um, wine club members, Xavier. Hey guys. And today we're going to be discussing some, maybe a little politics, some definitely some current events and things that are just going on around the world while reviewing some nice cheap wines because we know we got a ball on a budget sometimes. And we definitely want to find the best wines for you and let you know whether it's a, a good buy or just garbage wine so we're gonna start off now with grabbing our first bottle and um i want to tell you where i got this from as well we got this from uh, Rite aid oh right um we're looking at about ten dollars for the for the wines that i have today this one's uh it's called the original dark horse
1: oh dark horse it's a pinot noir from california pinot and it's a 2016 noir. pinot noir um, so it's a 2016 Pinot Noir dark horse. Uh, so this has a purple label uh, around the top of the bottle and then a silver label with a dark horse uh, kind of uh, sketched out of the horse's face. Um, yeah. So you said you got all three of them for $10? They're or? about $10 a piece. Okay, so $10 ones. a piece. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if we were yeah. going like 3 for nine ninety nine.
0: No, no. Just... Uh that's me, that grunting was me struggling with the cork. I apologize.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. We're live uh, opening this because it was a surprise of what wines we got. So we're just kind of popping these open.
0: There we go. There it is. And we're going to go ahead and pour this up a batch. Give us a
1: second. Well, its, it's color is more like, uh, it's like a, kind of like a see through purple. So and what I'm getting from this, it's very, uh, very. It's intense. very grape.
0: Like you know how you smell it and like it smells like wine, but sometimes you get like you get like fruited wines, and you can pick up the hints of fruit. Um, this one is not marketed as a fruit fruity kind of flavored wine, yeah, but it definitely smells very grapey.
1: It's a California uh, Pinot Noir, so uh, it's basically a smash wine, uh, which means it comes from a, a bunch of different grapes. Uh, it's not just one orchard. Um, so we're gonna taste this. You know, give this a go. Here we go.
0: Oh, that one burns! That is a solid, solid burn. Yeah,
1: thirteen point five percent alcohol, and oh. you taste every bit of that. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> that is absolutely. So this uh, so this one uh, is marketed as a bold wine with. Big personality. <laughs> personality. <laughs> yeah. That's what we'll call that. Yeah, well, you know, when they're not pretty, you call it, say they have a great personality. Um, this Pinot Noir has luscious cherry notes balanced with light oak. I definitely taste the oak. There's some oak because it gives you that weird, dry, almost taste. dry, grainy yeah. taste to it. Yeah. While well, hints of rose and spice complement a rich Velvety finish. I'm not getting the velvety. Finish. I'm not getting anything but uh, but alcohol and grapes. Yeah, like I didn't. There's no cherry.
0: Um, roses seem like just a bad idea in general. Like I don't know if I would want to eat a rose. That sounds dangerous. Well, I think dangerous. the I
1: think the floral bouquet is the rose. Like the the uh, kind of the overall smell. Like that just what, that's smells what like out. basic red wine. Oh, well, you're basic.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> it's not terrible but it's definitely not it's, it's definitely a sipping wine because if you take this bottle down
1: yeah you're, I've you're, had, you're in for a night i've had other wines by dark horse um and um i will say this is not one of my favorites and i i am a red drinker um usually a malbec or um a really nice cabernet sauvignon
0: yeah i i, I prefer capsules i'm not a know, new noir guy or anything. Like I if I'm drinking wine it's normally a capsab. Like I just don't enjoy the others.
1: So uh, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know uh, what type of wine do you guys like, and um, if you've tasted this wine. Like I said, we got this one uh, from a local Rite Aid. You can probably pick it up at uh, any local gas station um, or, or your local grocer. Um, like I said, Dark Horse Pinot Noir, 2016 California. Uh, I don't think that the year is going to matter much on this vintage um, because, you know. It's, it's
0: also one of those wines that you probably couldn't keep for long periods of time because it would turn to vinegar very quickly. Probably the, the alcohol content is a little high, so it may eat up, you know, everything. Yeah,
1: so, <laughs> um, so you may not want anything other than current year. Yeah, so while we're <laughs> sipping this, um, Ryan, uh, we were talking about something earlier today um, Mark Zuckerberg oh, and yeah. his hearings, Congress, um, congressional hearings two days ago.
0: I was very fortunate to be able to listen to both hearings all the way through. Um, and I will say that Congress should not have been the people to ask him questions about
1: privacy and social media. Right, because they it felt like they just weren't asking the questions correctly. Well, like, like they, they had poignant questions, but they were asking them in such a manner that it just it, it didn't make sense to Mark Zuckerberg. The, the questions
0: absolutely did not make sense, first of all. And then some of them, some of the questions... Um, most people that are not the age of Congress would already have the answer to, like, I mean, the average age of, of a congressman is like 65 or something like that, like retirement age. Oh, um, so I just got a (laughs) wine kickback. Go ahead. (laughs) So like, they don't understand. It's like, you talk to any older person about a newer technology there. Most cases, they don't have a full grasp on the concept of that, um, Form of technology. I mean, you talk to my. You could go as far as just, uh, just as far as my mom and asking her about current video game technology, and she'd have no idea because those kinds of things didn't exist when she was. She had Atari, you right, know, growing right. up. So that that was that was the highlight. You know, she couldn't. She can't speak on and have like really meaningful conversations about certain types of technology because she didn't grow up with it and she didn't use it in her profession. So she doesn't fully understand how to use it. Like I, she does.
1: She, I can't even get her to text me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and that's, it's on the flip side. I, you know, you have my grandfather, um, who was the United States air force, a retired major, um, but was heavily involved with computers mm-hmm. and programming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first computer that I ever owned um, was uh, rebuilt by my grandfather. Was an Apple IIe. Um, this still Ooh. used the five and a half inch floppy disk. Oh yes. Uh, and the monitor that was attached to the keyboard. Yes. Because um, yes. everything everything was in the keyboard. Everything was uh, one solid solid block. mass. Yeah. So uh, my grandfather has an iPhone seven. Um, he you know, he he can text. He can send video messages. He can send um, uh, he can send uh, FaceTime messages. Uh, and, and, like, call me uh, using his iPhone. So he understands it pretty well. But when it comes to apps, you know, he, he doesn't know which ones to trust or which ones to download because right. I tell him to download uh, the Cash app by Square. Right, right, And if you type in Cash on the Apple uh, Store there's there's 14 different apps right. and and he doesn't quite know how to decipher which ones so i you know i was literally seeing screen caps of step by step instructions on basically saying you know here's what the app looks like here's right. what the wording should be right so basically he's tech savvy for his age for his age he's he's above and beyond for his age right but not fully he doesn't fully grasp you know right. why there are so many of one different thing right so
0: and then it, that's that's the problem with congress is like they they understand to up to a point Um, like there were several questions that just some of the, the, some of the congressmen and women didn't, like I said, there were, there were questions that they asked that didn't make any sense. So, uh, Mark Zuckerberg had to ask them to repeat themselves so that he could, or he clarified the question before answering it to make sure he understood what they were asking for. Mm -hmm. Um, and with somebody like in my, in my day job, I deal with a lot of older people, um, working around me. I'm one of the younger, youngest people in my for um in my department. And um so I'm I'm used to conversating with <laughs> or conversing, there we go, with uh the older generation. <laughs> the wine's talking already. Um but like but if you don't if you don't if you don't communicate a lot with with an older with an older generation or even a younger generation, you don't you're not completely aware of how to to respond to certain questions because they ask them in certain ways that may make sense to them um, at the at that point of the, you know to, to their knowledge right and and it would actually especially using jar, when they don't know your jargon or anything like that and that was his problem I mean you look at Facebook's a very young company full of millennials and and Gen Xers and then you have you know the greatest generation that are asking him questions. And they don't really have a full grasp of the idea of social media, and then trying to understand privacy, and it just
1: right. And they they were you know prepped, of course, by their you know their interns and things like that. Right. So you know they they know the questions on face value, like they can read the question, right? Um, but their follow up understanding isn't completely there, right? Um, and I think that. Uh, I think that Mark Zuckerberg kind of took advantage of that a little bit and deferred a lot of his questions right. um, to, you know, my team. Right, yeah, yeah he definitely this. use um, his team a he, lot. And he played some willful ignorance there. Yeah, he, uh, absolutely.
0: I'm sure there were some things that he was asked that he said he wasn't sure specifics on mm-hmm. um, that he knew uh, and just made it seem like, he didn't. He was. He didn't know. Right. So he probably took an extra beating from some of the Congress people, um, but it was to save face. I mean, uh, it would. Just, it just made it made perfect legal sense for him to do that, though. I mean, you don't want to go in front of you know the entire nation or the entire world mm. and. Say anything negative about your company, right? So you definitely want to avoid as much
1: negativity as possible. When well, he went
0: on his apology and tour, yeah,
1: it definitely worked. I mean, and his net worth went up three billion dollars. Absolutely, so, yeah. You know, I so investors, wish. investors were watching that and basically saying, "Well, you know, Mark Zuckerberg did what he had to do. He right. he saved face uh, for Facebook. He he, right. he he definitely was very apologetic, right? Um, and I think that it all came down to basically saying, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Um, you know, please just slap us on the wrist and let us go about our business, right? Uh, because you know, as Representative Kennedy said, you know, there's very little that Congress can actually do mm-hmm. um, because well, because Congress doesn't know what to do. Again, Congress doesn't understand
0: their their whole. Congress's major concern is privacy. The whole reason why this came up was the whole Cambridge Analytica issue with them. That really, honestly, I can't put a whole lot of. I put some blame on Facebook for um, lack of follow through, but ultimately, what happened was not a result of Facebook not doing what they were supposed to. It was the result of that developer taking the
1: data, taking the data, it, and then saving, it,
0: it, and then saving it. it and then selling it right. to Cambridge Analytica. He knew he wasn't supposed to do that, and he did it anyway. Right. Now, as far from what I understand, now he is currently banned from Facebook, and so is. Cambridge Analytica, I believe, right? pending investigation, them. right? But um, it, this would not have been an issue if that one individual didn't see green right. and you know decided to make a profit off of his, you know, the data that he collected.
1: Um, well, I, I believe also some of the blame does belong to the user. Uh, yeah, because I mean, we, we all grew up with Facebook. You know, we understand a lot of us. I mean, yeah. I, I I would say that most of our listeners um, have grown up with, you know, not having a Facebook, maybe having a MySpace before. Right. And, I mean, and then a LiveJournal, you know, live like, journal, you know yes, things like that. Zynga. Yeah. I mean, and and you knew that what, as much as you put into it, that's what could be found. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, I would go back to the days of LiveJournal where I would spill my soul um, to the internet, right, and 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 hope that none of the people that I was talking about would ever see would it. ever find it, yeah. right, and and that never worked. No, know? it's we, the it's, internet. It's, we learned very quickly, right, that the internet uh, it, is a, is an open door. And again, I think that's something that's because
0: we grew up with that. We knew, we discovered ourselves that the information that we put out there was easily searchable, right. So, I mean, that's something we 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 understood, and then and again with the privacy stuff, I mean. Facebook only
1: has the information that you put on Facebook. Right. So they, only t- they, can, only, they can only take and possibly sell what you give them. Right. So it, honestly, you know, why would you build your house on a rented plot of land? You know, if, if, if your everything is your social media account and you know that you don't own that account— um, you know that you didn't read the full EULA agreement that we all click yes to without reading, mm-hmm. sometimes just scrolling to the bottom of it and clicking OK. I never okay.
0: Read them. I absolutely
1: don't. Uh, most not of us that. don't. There's a good 99% of us that don't absolutely. ever. Because I, I mean, never, it's in legalese, it's sometimes 16 pages. Um, or longer. <clears> you, you have no idea how many Apple user agreements I've just literally clicked okay on. Um, you know, and, and, and Apple's kind of good about you know t- highlighting the things that are that are shared. Um, that you know, when we access your your uh, your location data, um, then you know that's used to basically do diagnostics and things like this. So they kind of like to flag that out and tell you uh, because you know there is the huge privacy concern for everybody. Of course, our, our phones are our best friends; they know the most about us. And right, right. it, like I said, that kind of ties back to. If you use Facebook to connect with people, then you're sharing some type of data. You're sharing your year of graduation for high school, your year of... Um, you know, last employment for some type of job. You know, those things are all searchable. So, right. in my opinion, you know, give Facebook less. Still use it the same way you want to use it. Right. And you don't have to tell it all of your favorite books. No. Uh, you don't have to tell it. You your, don't have to or, like every movie that you've ever
0: seen that you enjoy. Right.
1: Right. Because that that's just data that they can use to basically show you right. advertisements. Which is why Facebook's free. Let's not. Let's not. You know uh, right hit when, ourselves
0: right and then uh, that's another thing one issue I brought up the one of the congressmen asked asked Martin Zuckerberg if he was going to if he would consider changing his business model to protect privacy and he he couldn't answer and i i and I think because the answer was no, and if I were him, I would also answer no his bid that I don't see an issue with his business model. he sells. Ad space. Right. It's... It, and that's another thing I want to make... Uh, he made very clear in the hearings, and I want to also make clear, like, I hate to use the term... Selling your data, you know your information, because he's not really selling it. He's mining it. He's he's mining it and then marketing that information because he's not. Facebook does not give away any personal information. You reach out if you wanted to put an ad on Facebook, you would go to their analytics team and you say, "Hey, I want to put an ad out right. for this, that, and the third, and I want to, I want to market it to these this specific type of person because this person." Is more likely to buy my product, and they will say, "Okay, we will drill down and
1: Business. find out who right. those
0: people are, and we will take your ad and show it to them." They do not give you the data that data they have no. on there. You give them your ad, and they put it up on their website. Right, and so they definitely they market your your information. They don't sell your
1: information. And being in marketing as I am and have you know personally bought. Over four thousand dollars of ads, you know, per year for about past six years, Um, they're very good at it. You know, Mm -hmm. they that's one of the things we'll be using for this podcast to reach out to more um, listeners because, uh, you know, we will look for people that are like us, are people that we know will, you know, be interested in the information that we're sharing. Um, interested in wine? Um, this wine is still kicking my butt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thirteen point five percent.
0: I think the the one glass gave me a buzz. Yeah, like, that I, wine I, is sh- I, very strong. If, you,
1: if you're looking to uh, <laughs> a cheap buzz, we're going to give that wine uh, two cheap buzz thumbs up. Um, uh, taste and overall um, consumability—that's um, probably going to be a, a two thumbs down for me.
0: I would say, as far as taste goes, if you drink wine for the taste, this. Wine would probably be a no, um, but if you drink wine because you just want wine, and, or you want alcohol,
1: then this wine, then this, this wine, wine would be it. a
0: yes. This this would definitely be a yes wine.
1: And we'll definitely list uh, this wine and its its name and everything on the uh, on the, and, the description. And again, I mean, I'll, I'll say it again. It came from Rite Aid, but I'll, we'll
0: will we'll go ahead and post the 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 wine and the price and the location. Uh, the store that we bought it from. Right. I mean, um, so you can you can hunt it down. You might be able to find it. I'm, you, I'm sure some of you who are online shoppers will probably be able to find it on Amazon or something like right, that. Right, and
1: make sure you uh, only drink wine if you're 21 of age uh, in oh, the United States. Or older if you're in uh, another country. Yes. Um, or younger if you're in uh, a better country. country. <laughs> a better country. I mean, you know, you know. The one that lets you drink at 18, drink beer wine at 18? I mean, if you can serve your nation... In the time of war. I, I do agree with that. I don't see a
0: major issue. Being, being a veteran myself, I, I've never seen, uh, or i never had, I should say, an issue with an 18,
1: 19-year-old having some beer. We're going to actually open our second bottle of wine. Yeah, let's do Um, that. Just to let you guys know, we're not drinking the full bottle. That was one glass (laughs) of wine. That was one glass of wine. um, One four-ounce glass
0: glass of wine. So uh,
1: what is our next one? While
0: we're talking, we're going to go ahead and open this next one. So the next one is going to be uh, Louis... M. Martin or Luis M. Martin, Bar- I'm sorry, Martini, not Martin. Luis M. Martini. This is uh, my favorite, a Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Um, it is from Sonoma County. Okay, again, California. Um, absolutely. And this one is a 2015. Uh, it actually has some uh, writings here on the back, a little story. Uh, apparently, it's been in business for, this company's been in business for about 80 years. Um they have vineyards in uh Sonoma and Napa counties. Okay. Um and the uh let's see. They believe that the great the best grapes make the best wines, so I I I can agree with that. I tend to agree also. Um and they continue that that tradition and idea, ideal. Um and I'm not sure a lot of companies use the the term that they they carefully select their ingredients. Mhm. I don't know how you can really do that in mass production. Um, probably just only as far as the stint of the vineyards or the farms that you right. get it from, that kind of thing. Because if you're mass producing anything, you're not carefully selecting.
1: Right. Using using uh, refined water uh, instead right. of, you know, the local tap or, say, well water. Right. So that, that's, you know, right. that's kind of focusing on your ingredients there. Right. Uh, making sure that you're not uh, squishing bugs into your... Um, wine as you harvest it <laughs> i mean you'll have a little bit of bug in right there's a certain percentage of of bug that is allowed right. um but birds nests and and eggs and and sometimes yeah. other things you too. know the, the the good stuff makes well, it makes it hearty better. No, i don't think i don't think so. hearty, i don't know if i'd want a hearty uh wine yeah so uh we're popping this one open now there she Ooh. is that was a um, fight, remember girl. when you're doing wine tastings to uh, either rinse your glass, or use a fresh glass. Um, we are using the greatest um, plasticware on the planet. Um, this is a red solo cup, um, <laughs> and, and I, I just don't think you can get a so finer. That was my fault. I uh,
0: we're 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 in a different location um, than my home, and I forgot to bring wine glasses. So that was. Uh, so yes we're using red solos um cup and uh it works um but uh, i promise next time i'll use wine glasses for those who are now frowning upon us um but before we uh taste this wine one last thing i want to note about the whole zuckerberg issue Mm -hmm. um i don't I i what i've come to realize is that um Older people, especially like our, 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 especially in the age range of our Congress people, they are more concerned about privacy than anybody younger than them. I mean, because even Mark Zuckerberg admitted that Facebook saw very low changes to anybody's Facebook accounts or any, you know, people quitting Facebook or anything like that after the Cambridge Analytica thing uh, came out like no one really cared and i think that's a it's a thing with our generation because again because we grew up with facebook we grew up
1: with myspace we grew up with google and you Twitter know we you, knew
0: what we were you shout into.
1: you shout your uh, random thoughts out uh, right of an eye you know you're on the and toilet maybe, eating a tuna fish sandwich you can say that
0: you you could i mean but we we were we we grew up making our information public right So it wasn't a big deal to us that they stole our Facebook data. Now it is a big deal when they still, you know, when when companies like um, Equifax have breaches, right? Because that's 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 more critical personal information. Right. That kind of PII is different than Facebook's PII, you know. And when I say PII, it's for for the people you know who may not be as. caught up with certain, you know, um, uh, uh, legal terminology, but that's personal identifiable information. Right. You're, and, so your
1: social, your date of birth, right. um, you know, things that can direct identify you, you know, uh, just putting three pieces of data together, somebody can get a credit card in your name, right? Uh, your social, your date of birth and your address. Those right. things are, are, right. are, highly effective. So when companies
0: usable. like Equifax or, um, there was another, there's a credit card company that had an issue with that too. Um, that was a data breach I mean, or the, the military had a data breach at one point point. Um, and a, not a credit card company it was a bank that I banked with at the time of that breach. Um, and I can't remember off the top of my head now, but um, uh, that kind of information, that kind of PII is is very important to me. But Facebook PII, you know, like the city I live in or. That the that one place that one place I visited that one time a couple years ago that you checked in yeah that I checked into like I don't care about that like Cambridge Analytica can have that it's not going to do, it doesn't do anything like that that's just marketing information as for them and for somebody who honestly I, I per, for personal reasons I not personal I'm sorry uh, as far as personal use with Facebook I don't use it a whole lot for personal use. Um, so they don't facebook doesn't have a whole lot of informa- updated information on me um so that them having that information does not bother me at all like i don't care like google 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 knows more about me than facebook does right um but partly because i'm a huge android fan you know shout out to the android um but so i, I just i think that's a, like there, i think that's a generational thing the older people seem to be more concerned
1: about having that kind of information Taken and used for well, because they think that the, the 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 smallest amount of personal information can somehow be you know traced back to you and create this web. You know, my 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 grandmother still shreds every piece of mail. You know, no oh. matter no matter what it is, if it has <laughs> her name on it and her address, she shreds it. <laughs> and so you know the the people you know used to go through trash cans and and wait around for you to put your right you know, and they would. <laughs> Tape it back together to find yeah. your
0: your your PII. But that time, at that point in
1: time, it was the the
0: PII there was bank information because right. it was before banks would uh, would asterisk out the majority of your bank account number. Right. So it would have your full bank account number in there
1: or your full social on there. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Okay. I, I can understand where her concern comes from. I but mean, but it's 2018 and that information is just not that readily available right. in paper form. Right, absolutely. Um, you rarely ever get a piece of mail that has your date of birth and your social on it. Not at, at the same, same time. time. No. Yeah, not at the same time, because no. it's just there's so many rules that are already put in place that, that makes that something that you're not supposed to do. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so like I said, on the Facebook front, uh, honestly, I'm not that concerned because I don't give Facebook enough to really um, matter, in my opinion. Right. Now, others... That you know share absolutely everything on Facebook, you know post updated information on a, you know every single day. Absolutely, I can understand that you might have a an issue with your information being um, taken. Um, so yeah, that's all. I that's yeah, the last thing to say. Yeah, I just yeah, I just want to yeah, that's what I really wanted to,
0: to touch on that because I think that was the the biggest right. bulk of the the problem with the Cambridge Analytica thing and the hearing for Congress thing and. The whole Hubble-Balu about the privacy when it's not hubble really Baloo? hubble, hubble I old enough, right.
1: but <laughs> by the way, I just wanted to. I'm a millennial. Know, I wanted to go ahead and backtrack. <laughs> um, Ryan is an Android user, um, but I use Apple devices. But I still love my Gmail, and I still have Chrome on my phone. So uh, you know, still you can you can have best of both worlds. Uh, there's only one world that's
0: best, and that's definitely Android. But anyway, moving on. We're going to taste this wine here. Uh, like I said, it is—I um, uh, forgot how I pronounced his name. Luis? Luis? How do you—Luis?
1: We're going to say Luis.
0: We're going to say Luis. Luis M. Martini. We're going to go ahead and pour him up this Cab Sav. I love me a good—oh, it's that's, nice that's and dark. dark. That is very dark. Ooh. That's beautiful Oh, Wait, where are you going? Quit moving the cup.
1: It's red. How can you not see it?
0: No, no. <laughs> Red
1: Solo cup, up. I feel fill you up. you up. All right, that's all that we can sing so we don't get sued. We're not that popular, but still. Yeah. 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 All right, so, so cheers. We're going to cheers this. Wait, let's get a...
0: Okay, uh, let's not inhale so deeply on the wine. I mean, we're not fish. You can't You can't breathe in liquid is
1: where I'm getting. I don't think a fish can breathe in wine. I mean, they will try. There's air in it. It was a little bit, but they would get very intoxicated <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> so um, that's What well, speaking of intoxicated, is there an ABV on that one? Oh, let's look at that. That's going to be thirteen point six percent. So point one percent higher oh, than our Pinot Noir. I so am slightly see, terrified now. Let's see how much of the alcohol <laughs> we actually immediately taste in this. Oh wow. Oh, okay. There, there it yeah, is.
0: Yeah, it, it's very nasally. Oh, it, my, it, it shot. It right It comes the, back right in the nose.
1: Yeah. Wow. I'm not sure how it did that. A very good tongue feel. Yeah. Um, and then that that alcohol, the alcohol, the ooh. <laughs> That went straight up it, my nose. It,
0: it, I don't, it, and it's not even like it wasn't like a, a liquid backup to the nose. It was the fumes, fumes, yeah, from the wine. Just sh- as soon as you swallow, it shoots right out the nostril. Yeah, like I, I, was, I had
1: to exhale my wine. That
0: was that was different, but it's not. It wasn't. Bad.
1: It was not. It's not a bad
0: wine. It's just it, that, although I will say it tastes very similar to that Pinot that we just had for what, the Dark Horse. It, it, it's hard for me to tell the difference between the two currently. And I may be drunk already.
1: This one, it, there's no oak in this one, so I, mm. I appreciate that. Uh, it is still so you don't get that grainy taste on the right. Tongue. It's still dry, but it's yeah, yeah. not. It's not. Uh, it's not a bad dry.
0: No, no, no. It's definitely, definitely a good dry. Um, because I, I mean, I don't even like sweet wines to be honest with you. We'll probably have a few on here, and you'll, you know. But anyway,
1: you'll hear him complain. Mm-hmm. If you don't hear him complain, something's wrong.
0: But that overall, it's still very a very alcohol taste. Um, Probably because the ABV is so high. Yeah. Um, What did you say, 13.6? 13.6. Yeah, that's a very, very high ABV. Um, So it's still a very strong um, alcohol vibe to it, you know. Uh, So, again, if you want wine, you drink wine for the flavor. This is not a a flavor wine, in my opinion. Uh, There's not a whole lot of, like, I don't know how to describe it. There's definitely a red wine. Yeah. Taste like you know it's a red wine, but it's
1: quickly masked by the alcohol. Right, and and I and I think you know we're trying to find great um, or even good wines um, around the ten to fifteen dollar mark because you can find some gems out there. We've had some, and we'll bring some of our favorites back on the show. Right now, we're just kind of doing a uh, a random sampling. This, yeah,
0: and um, right now we're. I feel like honestly. Um, we're striking out. We're, we're zero for two right now. So yeah, yeah, we
1: are zero for two. I give this one uh, high alcohol content. Mm-hmm. So um, this wine will get you buzzed. Uh, I think yeah. you can, uh, you know, uh, two people, one bottle, you're good. Um, you know, this Comey book just came out. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm, I haven't finished it yet. The P tapes. The presumed. The P tapes. All right, so... They're tapes. So we were going to get into this a little bit deeper <laughs> when we have one of our political um, analysts... Not analysts. Uh, analysts come on, uh, Cameron. And uh, it, th- we're going to have a further uh, discussion on this. Uh, maybe not this week, but uh, we're going to dig deep into the uh, the Trump administration. Um, and, just- <laughs> and and, and the, the, the torrent of weird crap that comes out of this presidency... Basically, on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, I would say the 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 Comey book was just the the new thing that's going on, right? Now. Like, and honestly, I think the Comey book is just a nice retaliatory money grab for Comey. Oh, um, absolutely, it is. But I mean, also, I, it'd be a lie to say he was he was not shafted because of things like uh, obviously. There is obviously things that, that that President Trump wanted him to do that he just absolutely did not feel comfortable doing.
1: Right, and I respect him for that. Yes, um, there are I some mean, things I, that I I am not fully understanding of, and I'm not fully um, in line with that he's right. done during right. his right. during his tenure. Um, but I think you have to look at a man's career over. Over the entire career, not just a snapshot of right, what absolutely. he did during uh, uh the the race and, and what right. he did or did not say right during I mean, this, Hillary, this. Hillary Clinton's email um, upheaval. So I think you have to look at his career overall and then say whether he is a trustful or or, or diligent you know servant to the U.S. public. And I think he was
0: absolutely. I mean, you got to think before he
1: became the
0: director of the FBI. Previously, he was the deputy. Director of the FBI, he obviously did something well enough. So when that when when, when the uh, when the director at the time, you know, retired out or yeah, or termed termed out because mm-hmm. they served tenure terms, um, he was promptly promoted to the directorship. Right. So I mean, he had to be had to have been doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, he's a freaking giant. Oh
1: my goodness! Six foot seven. Six seven. That man towers. I did not realize how tall he was. Yeah, I I, I we watched. I we watched the uh, the the video where uh, it's after Trump's inauguration, and uh, Comey comes across the room and he shakes uh, President Trump's hand. Yeah, this lumbering giant that's standing in the corner. Six
0: three, I think, and or six somewhere between six one and six three. I can't remember exactly. Fake news. And and he just towered towered over trump and
1: i did not realize how tall that man was yeah he is an absolute giant he is he is definitely tall um and i think he's interesting in a lot of ways and i i i'm I'm gonna enjoy his uh media circuit uh he's gonna be on um oh god daily show Colbert. Colbert, okay. Late night. Oh, I love Colbert. Yeah, Colbert is definitely um, one of the, the hardest uh, uh, working nightly show hosts uh, around. Uh, he he slams the administration whenever he gets a chance to, um, but I think he's uh, fair and balanced. <laughs> Uh, fair, <laughs> no he's definitely not fair about balanced he's definitely left leaning but he does not have
0: any problems going against both sides like attacking right, both sides right right he, stuff.
1: It, yeah you do something stupid and he's going to bring it up yeah um, but Comey's going to be on there uh, in a few days um, it'll probably be after this is posted I uh, know before this is posted um, so we uh, will do a recap on his appearance there mm-hmm. uh, and some of his other appearances and see just kind of you know what he says for himself and 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 how he's coming about this, um, the Republican National uh, Committee, um RNC, it has a website up, uh, lyingcomey.com. Uh, oh, oh where, really? Where they are actively um, attacking Comey and, and, and just kind of trying to bring to light all the uh, things that they think that Comey has done wrong. Um, kind of most of the stuff just in the past year, Three years, yeah, like with basically Hillary Clinton and beyond, okay, um, is what they're basically focusing on, um, and they're working very close with the White House. Um, it just kind of seems like a thing that you shouldn't really have. Uh, That's you know, just the they're just playing the politics at this point because
0: they know if they if they allow the media to get full coverage on Comey himself and he let him speak and say all these different things, it's going to reflect negatively on the president. Uh, so to get out ahead of that or to try to circumvent that, they go on they're going on a smear campaign. This is it's, it's politicking 101. Right. You know, there's an issue coming up that's going to have negative light on us. We need to get ahead or circumvent that information so that it doesn't hurt us too bad. Absolutely. So we got to we got to discredit as much of it as we can. I mean, and both sides do. This is this is a that type of politicking is definitely nonpartisan. Like they both of them, now they attack in different manner, but they will definitely try to, like I said, get ahead or circumvent.
1: Yes, um,
0: Any kind of negative media. So um, they that, that that that
1: website is a big drastic. Uh, we are about at our drinking limit uh, on air, so we're going to have to go ahead and open up our third bottle. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for. Um, our next verb cast or the next topic of discussions, definitely let us know. Um, we definitely want to hear from you guys about the wines that we're tasting. Uh, if you have any suggestions, we'll go find them and drink them. Um, like I said, Absolutely. we do have our, our wine club. Uh, and you'll be meeting more of the wine club members over time. Uh, we have some great stuff coming uh, up for you guys to listen to. Um, but this is, a, this is a weird format for... Uh, podcast because we're actually going to be looking for a lot of in, uh, involvement from um, you, the listener. Yes, and uh, we have uh, several ways for you to do that. Uh, we're going to give you guys a link for our website as well as our um, uh, our Twitter, so you can live tweet. Now, this is a pre-recording um, for uh, Wind Down Wednesday, which Breaking will be available. Over here. Don't mind me. Uh, which we will be will be available on uh, Wednesday, um, but some of our other shows will be. Uh, I would say not live, but uh, kind of published on the same day that are recorded. Um, so as we get a little bit smoother and we get a little bit um, older in this biz, um, we'll have some more stuff available for uh, you guys to listen to.
0: And uh, one idea I've been tossing around is uh, maybe ahead of time letting our listeners know what wines we're going to be drinking. So they if they want to sit down and have a glass with us, and maybe experience the types of taste that we're having. Whoa.
1: Yeah, experience. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did that wine hit you just now? It hit me. Okay. Just, so, Luis, so Luis, Luis uh, Martini. Luis,
0: is, he, he hits kind of hard. He sometimes. does. It's
1: like, it'll dark and Lovely hard. is what I'm going to call this dark wine. Dark and Lovely. <laughs> yes,
0: because,
1: I mean, the more you drink it, the more it's good. You <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not a word. I mean, not a phrase, but... It felt right. It felt, you know, it's all about how you feel. You know, we're millennials. We we are all about feelings. I am <laughs> old enough to remember a life before the word millennial ever was contrived. <laughs> so uh, I know the definition of millennial, and a lot more of you are millennials than you think.
0: Yeah, if you uh, if you're currently if you turned thirty six within the last six months, I think. And younger, and up, up until, or I should say, down to twenty, no, twenty-one. Currently, twenty-one and twenty-two. You are currently a millennial. So there's a lot of a lot of people who don't realize that they are millennials. So we we we're all this we're all we're all family. Hey, we're
1: we're that. No, we're that. We're that. Um, um. You can also join the wine club online. Um. So like I said, you will get that advanced list. Um, and uh, suggest some things for us all to drink. Uh, it's a wide family wine club, um, so you'll uh, be a part of our our big neighborhood of wine drinkers. I gotta next time. I'm getting some weaker wines. Yeah, the 13% ABV. Two glasses. Yeah, man. Like, holy this is, cow. This is rough. <laughs> Uh, yeah, blind whining is not. Yeah, he just grabbed bottles. He didn't. He I really didn't did. Anything.
0: I I looked at the label and said, I've never had that wine before. I'm doing it.
1: Usually, and when you pick wines for a wine club, you basically have like um, a, a baby wine, which is like going to be a five or six percent ABV, um, and then you have a step above that. That's usually about uh, nine to ten, and then the last wine you use is going to be the thirteen. Um, or even the 16 sometimes but that's you know baby steps um we went we went hard in the paint yeah yeah we did 13 and 13 what's the next one
0: um so our next one this one is the is brought to you by uh the dreaming tree
1: Oh, that sounds awful
0: <laughs> it's a uh it's the the dreaming tea dreaming tree sorry not tea dreaming tree crush it's in it's in a weird cursive I'm trying to I think I read that right. Um, it is a California red wine. So all, all three of ours are red today. So um, we, we, we got a nice little variety here. But... All th- this third one here, like I said, is a California red wine. Okay, it's a 2015 as well. That's okay, the, so all uh, our wines today are
1: from California. Nice. Which is which is rare.
0: Um, well, not not as rare as I th- not not
1: really. No, I we mean get a lot it, of California it, wine, Yeah, are going for the ten dollars wines. they're mostly going to be from a large yeah, of in California. Yeah, yeah. But this is a California red, so it's a
0: nice little blended wine. Um, we'll see what this is like. Let me go ahead. Let me let's go ahead and check this ABV. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? This one's a 13.5.
1: Oh, good. 0.1% below the, line <laughs> the just last one we had. On par with the first one with we had. With Dark Horse. So mm-hmm. nothing has been 13.5 or lower. Yes. No. No, nothing's been lowered in Low- the- Yeah, that's a oh. There you go. Yeah, it's, this
0: one's got you all jacked up. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and pour this up and uh, get her going. See what she smells like.
1: Why is it a her?
0: I don't, I don't know. Society. Societal rules with with language. That's why. Yeah, I don't believe in that. What is this? This is the Dreaming Tree. What is it? It's a California blend.
1: Oh, it's just a blend? It's not a Pinot Cabernet. No, nope. It's a blend. It's it's just a California red. Good lord. So, red blends are, uh, again, a smash wine. So, you basically take a bunch of the leftover grapes and um, you choose a color, and then uh, that's the grapes you smash up. So <laughs> um literally a, a red blend is just it's it, it's cabernet malbec uh pinot noir grapes um you could even have uh some uh white grapes in there as well um to to just to kind of aid in the fermentation and the um the the bouquet um of uh of uh scents. So let's give a sniff. Let's, let's uh Maybe my nasal passages are burned out from the martini. <laughs> um, but I don't it doesn't smell that bad.
0: It doesn't. It really doesn't. It smells like it smells like it's going to be delicious. It, yeah,
1: and, and I, that's I kinda, why I'm, I'm kind of scared. Yeah, I,
0: I kind of don't want don't want to get my hopes up. But the, but it's too late. The hopes the hopes are the hopes are up. Um, so we're definitely going to I'm definitely going to go ahead and give her a try and see what happens here.
1: Oh, uh, it kind of expands in your mouth at a rapid rate. Right, it goes from nothing to
0: really sweet.
1: Yeah, and then and now it's peppery. Peppery? I'm not getting a peppery. I get peppery. Honey, you're drunk. No, I, <laughs> first of all, I'm a small so you know what I know. Um, but a drunk small is. Just an idiot. Um, so this is... It's, it has peppery notes to me. But like I said, everyone's palate is different. Don't let anyone ever tell you what you're tasting in wine is not what's there. Um, because it's literally tuned to your tongue. Uh, fun
0: fact, most wine tasters are full of it. And um, they have no idea what they're tasting. They're just making it up as they go along. Uh, because our the human palate is not able to discern... Um, a lot of flavors at one time. The difference between a bunch of flavors at one time. So when we, when we, when you see a wine taster say they have notes of nut and honey and peach, peach and blueberry and and pomegranate from the uh, the gardens of Narnia. They they have no idea wait, what they're talking wait, about. Wait
1: wait wait Narnia had
0: you, you've not you've not had a Narnian pomegranate. I have not. It's
1: magical and a little mothball Oh, because it it's in a wardrobe. Because it's in a wardrobe, yeah. Oh, that was lame. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I will tell you, uh, uh, Ryan's absolutely correct. Uh, wine tasters as a whole that like to talk down to uh, the mundanes, um, <laughs> the mundanes, us uh, regular folk, um, are, are, like I said, sometimes full of it. So that's why we're tasting uh, cheap wines. Um, I could sell you a bottle of of uh I was, was going to say sandalwood but it's not uh I think it's called seashore. Uh it's one of my one of our top selling wines at at, at the uh wash restaurant <laughs> that I used to work for. Sea smoke. There it is, sea smoke. Uh and we sold we sold sea smoke for about $155 um, per bottle um Jeez. and now that came included with the corking fee. Um so that means we'd open it for you. You didn't have to open it yourself. Um, although you did have that option if you were just a hot shot and wanted to show off. Um, most people uh, open wine incorrectly um, and uh, pour it also incorrectly. So we could show you how to do that uh, for uh, you know, a cool price of $155. Um, and the reason that that wine could be sold for $155 uh, was because of its limited availability, not because of its great taste. Um, in my opinion, it was one of the uh, not-so-great... Um, Chardonnays uh, of the world uh, it wasn't buttery it, it wasn't crisp um, it, it, it tasted uh, akin to um, I'm going to uh, step in and interrupt you here for a second I've been slowly sipping on this uh-huh. uh, and
0: tree yeah the red blend and uh, I'm not a fan um, if you, you know how you like, you take wine, when you taste the wine, you hold it in your mouth, you kind of inhale over the wine yeah. and aerate it some yeah. and then you swallow. Yeah. Um, I inhale and I think all the alcohol leaves the wine and goes to my lungs. Oh, so you're inhaling alcohol. Yes. And, uh, my nose hairs are currently on fire.
1: Um, I, thought, so, I thought we got rid of those.
0: Uh, no, no, they're they're burning currently. They they will be gone.
1: Oh, they will be gone. Yeah, so great they, on right right wine to get rid of your nose hairs. Yeah, like um, this is
0: a very, uh, who, it's a it's a it's a it's a strong one. It's a strong um, one. I, I will say I probably. Um, All right, between yeah. So lines, of, this one story. probably has
1: the mildest
0: initial taste. So, um, but the alcohol
1: hits you hits you back. Just to uh, remind everybody, we had uh, the original Dark Horse Pinot Noir, uh, the Louis M. Martin, um, Martin. the Cabernet Sauvignon, and then now we're on the Dreaming Tree. Um, It's called a Crush California Red Wine Blend. Also 2015. So we had a 2016, and then the rest are 2015, the last two. Um, So uh, go out and taste them, and let us know what you think about them. um, And we'll Continue to let you know what we think about, about them because we're uh, not paid by any of these wines. We buy <laughs> right. them, we buy them out of the shelf, so none of these wines are sponsored. No, nope, uh, not a one. So um, so we can talk as much trash as we want. We can't. <laughs> and, and when we tell you a wine's good, don't believe
0: us. Go out and <laughs> taste it for yourself. like Try it out. I mean, I would say if you're going to try a wine, you listen to us and you think, okay. They say this wine is gross, but it's the it's the type of wine that I like to drink, and maybe it's around the ABV that I'm looking for. Go try it anyway. Go try. it. it's I mean we're, we're gonna be we're, we're gonna be tasting cheap wines here. You're not. It's not gonna cost you a whole lot. I mean ten dollars or so is probably gonna be our cap. Yeah. So just definitely
1: some of the cheapest wine you can buy. I yeah. seen cheaper.
0: Oh, um, we will have cheaper. But that on but show. that's
1: that's in the gas station and that's and, usually Sutter Home. And you know what? But we're we, we may be
0: having Sutter Home here soon. Um so definitely don't
1: take our critiques of this wine as as, you know, Fact. the end all be all. Right. I mean even though we are, you know, smarter than you. Uh, let no. We're not? No, we're not. Then why are we doing the show? Because it's fun. Okay, so we may not be smarter than you, um, but we're just, we are as smart as we are. Um, <laughs> what does that even mean? That means that, you know, I can think I'm a genius because I'm in my head, and you're in your head. Okay, that call's getting to you. We're going to move on to our next <laughs> topic here. Our last gonna, topic of the night.
0: We're going to talk about... Um, a TV show that we enjoy. And spoilers because this show just ended its its season, just put off its season. Right, badly. so
1: this show is the magician, so if you uh, do not want to know any spoilers to the end of the season for magicians, <laughs> then I would go ahead and stop now because uh, that's your that's your final warning.
0: Yeah, definitely. So um last last episode, or actually this past season um, and we'll, again, we'll try not to spoil a whole lot,
1: but this. this no, I'm going to spoil everything. <laughs> okay, so favorite uh, parts of this last season um, our girl became a god, ups for her because she was raped uh, uh, two seasons ago and just has not gotten over that. Sh- can we say shit? You did? Okay. Um, <laughs> only twice, though. Um, so she just hasn't gotten over that. Period of her life, <laughs> and and it's hard. Like like I, I've 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 known people who have gotten raped, um, and that character really spoke to them because right. she 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 wore it on her sleeve uh, of of how you know it how hurt her emotion how her hurt she was and her personality it changed, changed. Her, yeah. it, it it literally changed her and I believe I believe it changes anybody yeah. um, that goes through that situation. Yeah. Um. But she became a god. Um. And she was Lady of the Tree, and it was beautiful. She had. It, uh, omnipotent power. She could go awesome. whenever, and she she literally saved the season. Um, I'm yeah. not going to go into detail about that, but she saved the season. Um, and let's just talk about the lifetime that Elliot and Quentin oh spent Oh my together.
0: gosh, Elliot and Quentin's
1: when they're life, on, when, when they're they, on they the mirror looking for when they're on the mirror puzzle.
0: Yes, and they spent their uh, spent an entire lifetime together, and they. They fell in love. They fell in love. At one point, Quentin did marry
1: someone else. quentin got a wife and had a child. She died. She died. Child grew up. Then Quentin, Quentin and um and and Elliot Elliot raised raised a child child together, and they still shared the most adoring, um, lovingly, you know, glazes and glances. Uh, and my main fear was that they weren't going to remember it because, like most things in Hillary yeah. with the quest, they, they, you forget you, things. They forget or with
0: any TV show, when you when you have an existential kind of experience, you kind you forget it once that experience. Right, because because like, you know you don't you don't,
1: don't want to remember eighty five years of your life right. just coming coming and going. Right. So after they basically were back into the regular time zone and they were out of that experience. Um, They instantly got back the memories that they had spent a life together, and and it showed for the rest of the series. They had a different communication. They had a different respect for each other, and they um they they shared glances. Let Um, me
0: let me interrupt you one more time here. I'll just taste
1: this wine again. Oh God, what's wrong with
0: that? Have a taste and let me let me tell you something. Let me give you a thought process. Taste, taste. Mm-hmm. Aerate, swallow, mm. swallow, mm. swallow. Oh. There you go. Now, here's here's something to put in your mind. Synthetic polymer. Plastic? It, does it? I don't know if it's as spicy, but I guess it could be. It, 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 that I just had a swig and I thought synthetic polymer. My nose is stuffy that now. Is, my nose is clear. Like I can breathe clearly. Bless
1: mm. you. <laughs> I don't know who sneezed, but it's only polite.
0: <laughs> but um like I I I I don't know why the exact phrase or term synthetic
1: polymer came to mind. I,
0: said, I don't like, think
1: this like, is plastic. how I don't think this is how synthetic but polymer would taste. Maybe soap? Soap? No maybe I soap. I tasted soap. Okay, clean
0: plastic. Like a clean a knife clean plastic. I don't know how else to describe that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how else to describe that, but clean plastic. Ryan, I think you're drunk. Um, um, three glasses and all of them at 13 point plus. So, um... Maybe. Um... But this is... It, magicians.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs> anyways, uh, the turn back magic on and... Um, they accidentally let the worst thing out uh, uh, onto humanity. But we still
0: don't know what is. It's going We're gonna. Wait it's it's next a. Season.
1: It's a. It basically has. It has no wants or things. Um, it, it basically just, just, just needs. Uh, and now it's in Elliot. So. Um, so, yay. They're back, in, they're back in New York. Everybody's living their own lives. They're, they're non-magic, knowing life. They're living their best lives that uh, they can remember. And they're, they're architecting their future. Yes. Um, hit, hit. <laughs> 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 so, they, uh, so they're just there. They're in New York. And, and, and Elliot has now come to see Quentin. And that is where we're left off at uh, with them in an alley. And Elliot having um, quite luminescent eyes. Uh, and asking Quentin to play with him. It was
0: a very good cliffhanger, I should say, that that they left us with because I'm now already wanting to see the fourth season, and I know that they haven't even started filming it yet. Yeah. So, um, And the fact that the library controls all the magic yeah, with the siphon. Yeah, I am not happy with that. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's going to go down pretty awesomely, actually.
1: Well, it has to because the, they can't get their magic back because they have to request it. Right. You know, like, like they have to have put in a freaking request and triplicate to, to even get magic. So, right. Unless our homegirl still retains her god powers. Right. But
0: I think she might have spent her... Well, here's the thing. With Prometheus, in the, in the going back to the original making of the keys, he exhausted himself... Because he used up all the magic he had to make those keys, um, and then he was killed while he was weak. Now, using that phrasing, it sounds like he, it, given given enough time, he would have recharged and be able to, and would have been able to defend himself. So I'm thinking and so the since, same thing happens.
1: Seed is in her; she can thus re- grow that power, that power back. So I'm thinking that. Like, that they were
0: able to, to, again, defeat her, or essentially defeat her, because she had just finished remaking those keys, mm-hmm. and she was weakened, because she used all of her magic power. So I think that she has to recultivate that power again to get back to where she was. Um, because had she had retained her, her all of her strength prior to them showing up, there's no way they would have been able to stop her. Absolutely no way. They right. would not. have... Whatever pact the library had with the school and everybody else would have been. They they could not do
1: anything to right. her because like, she would have just been like wave the finger. And, yes, yeah. just a, a flick of the wrist. She regrew a forest, guys. Like this. And that is, was her was, early her early stages. Right. I know she was still building power at that point. Yeah, she wasn't full goddess at that point. Yeah. But anyways, oh. she's kick ass. Um, that's the second time. So can't say ass again. Shit.
0: No, no, that was the third time for ass. Fourth, and <laughs> and you just you just said
1: shit. Okay, that was that the, was three. Okay. That was that was three. three. All right, so no more of those. <laughs> um, but guys, uh, it's been uh, super fun. Uh, so far, uh, like I said, this is our first Wine Down Wednesday. Uh, we got through all three wines. Yeah. Uh, and we're still talking, uh, basically in English.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, a, puedo
0: yo hablo en español? Uh,
1: si. Sí. Un poquito. poquito. Very poquito. I think that means small penis. Yeah. The, I, okay, <laughs> okay, we're going to cut that. Um... Now. He says that, but I'm the producer, and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to leave it in. Uh, I want you guys to get the natural version of this uh, of this conversation. Uh, so, once again, uh, this is your uh, guest for today, uh, Xavier, and your main man in the studio. That's me, Ryan, your host, uh, every Wednesday for our One
0: Down Wednesdays. Uh, please join us again as we will have some other guests join us um, throughout our you're here on this podcast, and we're definitely gonna have some more lively talk about our current events. What's going on? You know, what's going on with us? Maybe and what what we're watching? Maybe maybe what we're listening to as far as music goes. Anything new there? Um, any ideas you may have for our Wine Down Wednesdays? Definitely hit us up. Let us know what's going on. We're definitely going to take a look at that and, and try to implement some of the ideas that you guys bring up. Uh, any of course, any wine ideas you have for us to try? Definitely. Um, leave us, uh, drop us a line uh, on our Twitter or our Facebook. However, you get to us and and let us know what you know, what things you you tried, or maybe if you have a different opinion about the wines that we've tried. Um, get, definitely let us know how you feel about those wines. Uh, we'll definitely read through read through those and seeing what's going on there. Um, now, for before we sign off this area of the three ones we just had your favorite
1: my favorite is going to be the uh, Louis M. Martin um, the Cabernet Sauvignon from Sonoma County uh, just because it uh, sent fire through my brain so you 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 like the brain burn? I mean, you know, because I'm used to drinking vodka straight up. So
0: oh, okay, yeah, know. no, but now personally, I'm gonna go with the with the dreaming tree. I here. knew you were gonna. Go I'm gonna to go, the go right with the dreaming Lance. tree. It had it had the smoothest course. I'm sorry, dark horse, you get a womp, womp, womp because. It was not great at it all. It wasn't great. It was very it light. It was not not it was it was it was light in flavor and heavy in alcohol. So um, we're definitely not, I'm definitely not going with dark horse. And I definitely didn't get that bouquet of roses. Uh, I, I rose didn't get roses, a bouquet no. of roses, I didn't get a cherry, I didn't get anything that they claimed was I got in oak. the flavor. Besides the oak. The oak definitely is in there. Beyond that, I didn't taste anything else that was supposed to be in there. Um but I'm going to have to go with Dreaming Tree. As far as these three wines are concerned, that one, that one tastes the most like a wine um, instead of like a liquor. Um, so like I'm going to even. Uh, um, even malt malt beverage, yeah, um, which we will not be trying on the show um, because gross. What, we're um, not doing Mad Dog? No. Gross. Uh, I, I quit. That's not a wine. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with Dreaming Tree. Well, so,
1: you, so you heard it here first, uh, the Lewis and Martine, uh, Martini and uh, the Dreaming Tree. That is a Crushed California Red blend. Uh, don't forget that. Uh, and I believe they're both from 2015. So I don't really think the, the, the year is going to matter with these guys um, because, <laughs> you know, I don't think it matters. <laughs> but um, if you want to be specific, we'll definitely post the exact the names and vintage, uh, which means the year on the description for this and with that, uh, it's been real it's been fun. Uh, hasn't been real fun, but you uh, no, know. it's been it's been a blast, actually. Blast in your in now, from the past.
0: Yes. Blast from the past. And uh again, if you guys have any any questions or if you want us to try any special wines, definitely hit us up on all of our social media and let us know what you think. Um, any any in any wines, any Ideas for our podcast. So again, this is your host Ryan and our our guest for the day from our wine club, Xavier. And uh, we will definitely see you guys later. Bye. Bye.